If you're ready to confront your destiny, if this is the moment that you've been praying for, tune in and listen to your cosmic cheerleader, Commander Lady Athena, for cosmic pep talks, for closet Christ. The show is the voice of the Ashtar Command. The call is for you to step forward into your greatness. Be listening on Wednesday. We have an appointment with destiny. Greetings in the divine love of the supreme divine source of which we are all commutators and conduits. I'm Commander Lady Athena. And you're listening to the voice of the Ashtar Command. Cosmic pep talks for closet Christs. This evening our seminar topic is New Earth, Golden Age, Now. Enter. So the grid has just been switched on that will fund the energies that we have all been working and laboring to manifest all of the projects, all of the things that we have labored. Some of us were close to a century. Some of us for many, many, many lifetimes all manifests now. So let's get launched into this evening's really breaking news, revelation, and good news. But let's start with chanting the hue three times, and then we'll go into a meditation. So let's take a deep cleansing breath together. Relax any tension in your shoulders. Drop your jaw. Relax the jaw. Take another deep breath and relax even more fully. And call yourself forward into alignment with your own divine perfection. And now we'll chant the hue. Deep breath. Hue. Just feel yourself expand beyond the imaginary confines of the physical form. Imagine the very core essence of your being as a radiant, 
effulgent light, like a sun, right in the center of your torso. Huge sun. And the rays very quickly pass beyond the confines of what you would think of as the physical shell and see them touch to and fill the room or wherever it is that you're sitting. The rays of your being pass through walls, through any kind of structure that you may have imagined yourself confined by. Expand out until you can see the earth as if the earth itself was simply orbiting within your magnificent sunlit self. Expand your being until the whole solar system is within the expansion of your radiance. Imagine that everything that exists is encompassed in your radiant light. Now take a deep breath and fill that inner solar system, that inner expansive self that you are with the pink light of divine love. Take a deep breath and fill your inner expansive vastness with love. Experience your love spreading everywhere. Keep expanding until there is nothing that is outside of the self and the radiance of your divine being. Now take a deep breath and integrate as a sense of presence, but don't contract. That's it. That awareness right now that you're in is presence. You're experiencing yourself as the vastness of omnipresence, omnipresent light, love. That's your true identity. Experience how peaceful and without thought 
your presence is. So full. So tangible as now presence. And just breathe in that presence. And breathe out love. Breathe in that presence. Breathe out love. Breathe in presence. Breathe out love. Just notice how still, absolutely full, the present moment is. Everything is full and fulfilled without a single need right now. That's how we live. Ascended, whole, and free. In radiant, divine majesty. Here now, here now, here now, here now. Everything that is needed is contained now. Notice that. Register it. Now never has a need. Now never has a lack. Notice that. Now is fullness itself. That's how we live and can live now. I have incredibly good news. I posted it on Facebook as breaking news. Today is Wednesday. On Monday, March 4th, 2019, The divine flow, the divine current, the divine hand turned on the switch that 
activated and emanated the new age grid, the golden age, the Satya Yuga, the new earth, now. So what we have been building toward all these, what can we say, years, lifetimes, incarnations, but primarily this life right now, we have been building toward this moment now, when the place that we've always longed for and worked toward to somehow manifest on the present earth to some degree is now operational and we can move in now. Our home is ready now. We can move in now. Some of us have already moved in. I being one. I have to say that. Others are somewhere in between of accepting the fact that they are held back only by the belief that they're not ready or they're unworthy. Or maybe they're just afraid of being hurt and disappointed. But what if you just put pause on all of those reservations? And let's just accept that this is available now and possible. On Monday the 4th, there's a great celebration in India called Shivaratri. I've been with Sai Baba in India many, many times. When um, all night long people sing the divine names of God, and it's said that if you can keep the mind focused entirely upon God throughout the night, that it's very possible to realize God because the strength of the moon at that time of Shivaratri is very, very minimal. The moon governs the mind. And so the, there's just a little sliver of a moon at Shivaratri. And so the influence of the lower mind that generates all of our problems is very minimal. This Monday, on March the 4th, two days ago, two and a half days ago, the switch was turned on so that all of the pent-up energy and damned up, if you will, magnitude of force was suddenly released to flow through that which we have been working with the divine to create all of this time. 
And we're talking about the etheric body of what we call the new Earth, the new incarnation of the planet Earth. We could call it the uh, network, which enables us to move from the fourth world into the fifth, as the native indigenous cultures would call it, the fifth world. Now, it's not the planet Earth that we're familiar with. We're a little confused about that. Is our physical planet that we're on right now going to be transformed? That's what we kind of had the idea of, right? No, it's not the planet that we have been referring to as the third-dimensional Earth. We're moving into what we would call the etheric double or the planetary double of the new Earth not the earth that we've known, but the planet being birthed into existence to house the awakened consciousness of humanity. Many people have wondered, you know, it just doesn't look like the world's changing. It actually is. I mean, if you pause from watching all of the media and spend time in silence and quiet and begin to focus on the things that you really enjoy and love and that are beautiful and that make you happy and empowered, you wouldn't notice much of that old paradigm because you would be more focused on what is joyful and peaceful and beautiful. But that said... Somewhere, some way, you're going to be exposed to the news or someone's going to tell you about some horrible thing that happened, and there you are, the world's back in your face again. So it it seemed to many of us that this utopian thought of a new earth and a new golden age was somehow kind of far off. Many of us believed we had to have some sort of a horrible war or some sort of an Armageddon or horrible thing. But, you know, it's interesting. That apparently happened way back in the Second World War, or the First and Second World Wars, which are regarded as one war war by the spiritual masters. We've been there. We've been through it already. That was the apocalypse. That was Earth's worst moment in which it nearly, on September, I believe it was 14, probably not going to get my ears too straight because when I'm in altered consciousness, it's hard to to pinpoint a date. But I think it was around 1942, 43, that Earth almost lost to the dark forces. but didn't. But there's been an old grid system that has been funding the energy on the planet, the adversarial negative energy that was uh, started in Atlantis. Many, many, many of us were on 
uh, were in Atlantis and that civilization that lasted about 150,000 years, if I'm uh, remembering accurately, according to the Master Jual Kool in the Alice Bailey teachings. And that old grid system was funded pretty much through the Atlantean system. But it was greatly aberrated and greatly influenced by negative forces, egoic tendencies, until it became irreparable and a new grid had to be created, which is what you and I have been doing as we go about our daily work, unmindful in many cases of the fact that we are doing our greater work in our subtle light bodies at night, when we sleep, when we're out of the body, and even as we go about our daily work, many of us are in both places at the same time. But on those higher subtle planes and levels in the etheric realm, we've been creating a new blueprint, a new infrastructure that would energetically fund and enable the precipitation into manifestation of the new earth, the higher, let's say, vibrational globe that we call the, quote, New Earth or Fifth World. Now that grid was completed, and that's why it was activated into free flow two and a half days ago on March 4th, 2019. This is tremendous. What does that mean? It means that suddenly all of the projects, every single thing that we have worked to manifest and precipitate that has had bumps and jumps and obstacles and things that have prevented its full manifestation, whatever that was, in most cases financial, in other cases people coming alongside with the same vision, but whatever it was, we weren't quite in many cases able to manifest what we truly wanted, except in rare cases here and there. So all of a sudden, the wind's going to be at our back. We're going to have full support of these energies, which have now been switched on and released and activated and are fully operational now. It's like, a, it's like installing a pipe system, right? and then turning on the spigot so that the water can flow. We've had the pipe system installed. We've been the pipe installers. And now the divine hand has turned the switch on. And that water is flowing through all projects, every single plan and project that has been in alignment with the divine plan and purpose with the divine will, which is your will and my will, aligned with our God self, all that has been divinely inspired is suddenly supported. And the old grid is dissipating and disintegrating and cannot be used any longer. So all those old egoic systems, systems that were self-serving and destructive to large portions of humanity or even small portions 
anything that was not serving the collective highest good doesn't have any energy to support it anymore. There is no current flowing. It's not going to happen. That means all of the plans that the old paradigm foments to create bigger and better bombs and destroy more and more people and poison pollute more and more of the water and the air and the earth and all of that. It's just going to be eclipsed to where we, you and I, are not going to notice it at all. It just fades back into the nothingness. Now, in many cases, some of us are experiencing that now and have been for some time. It's like you just can't get a reality on some of the things that are happening because they are totally unreal. (laughs) So now what's happening is that you're going to feel like what was, was just one obstacle after another is going to dissipate. It's just, you know, where you had to push and really struggle to make things happen or to get people to come in to cooperate or support whatever it was you're trying to facilitate. That, that, that's vanishing. No more. I was on a um, movie set doing a, um, a tarot card shoot on that day in which uh, the plug was pulled. (laughs) What I noticed was such love that filled every one of the actors on the set. Everyone was like, as I looked into their eyes, well, I'm being an activator, so when I look into someone's eyes, something definitely happens because I look at the soul beyond the form, and reach in and activate and quicken and call forward that divine essence. And one after another, after another, after another, as I did that, I watched them light up inside. Some of them were already awake. Some of them partially awake. But they came fully present that day on the set. And the love and the camaraderie and the laughter and everything that took place And I watched a couple individuals that were heavily in bondage to their own self-indictment. I watched as they came out of that shell and dropped off those chains of mental and emotional self-indictment. They fell off. And they stood present in a state of radiance. It It was pretty magical watching the eyes and the face Certain ones were hanging out. They weren't quite in the body yet. They were too too afraid to come fully into their physical body. The eyes were darting here and there in one person. And I showed the person how to connect with the breath and breathe it down into the heart and find home in the loving place in the heart. And I watched the person for the first time, I think, be in this whole incarnation, come fully as a soul into his physical vehicle. And then his eyes centered. 
and became so beautiful as they were filled with his divine presence. And so I watched that transformation happen first on on a Hollywood movie set. And it was wonderful. It was also interesting. We've had torrential rains here in Southern California, which I, you know, I liken that to like the breaking of the water just before a woman gives birth. I liken it to the cleansing and the purification. I liken it to the blessing of heaven, because in India, when it rains, it's, it's a sign of God's grace, God's blessing. But it has washed away everything. I mean, everything is just drenched with water here in Southern California in large portions of the United States and in large portions of the planet. Many, many areas have been flooded. And the water also is symbolic of the downflow of the spiritual power that we call the Holy Spirit or the Ek. It comes in as often symbolized by water, the living water. Or the waters of the new dispensation. So it's it's cleansing us physically. But I noticed during the shoot that when we had to go out, the water, the rains didn't fall until we were in our cars and safely traveling. That when we had to make that shift from one venue to another, there was no rain. I just noticed that. I noticed the vibration of the areas as we moved through. I felt Hollywood was quite in a different vibration than usual. Could have been me, you know, because I'm in a different vibration. But it just had a different feel to it. And the feel was quiet and peaceful. I also didn't hear any police sirens. <laughs> so we're going to see the atrophying and the, the dissolving and the disappearing of darkness. That's sort of like, you know, what happens when, when the night gives way to the brightening of the dawn. Like that. I was shown how the the warring tendencies, the criminality, the intention to harm will atrophy and absolutely fall away. It will simply fade back into the nothingness. I was shown how there will be so much remission of disease and spontaneous healing that will cause doctors to just scratch their heads. There's no explanation. One day the person has cancer, the next day there's, not, there's no cancer. It's been canceled. Someone that has AIDS, all of a sudden the AIDS is gone. And it's because the vibration is too high to sustain harmful intention and manifestations of harmful energy, such as disease. There's no lack of ease in the energies we're flowing into now. So there's no reason for dis-ease. The things that were problematic, that were sort of like a 
the irritants and the oyster shell, all of a sudden they'll just be the pearl without the irritant. Speaking symbology, uh, symbolically of the things in our lives. Some problematic, you know, gnarly situation that's been vexing us for some time. Well, look at it and it just kind of dissolves and dissipates and sorts itself out, if you will. <laughs> and I'm watching this and observing this in myself, in, in, in the people I know, my fellow light workers. I'm just watching how things are sorting themselves out because of the new energy now. And, you know, we've only been in it a couple, three days, so <laughs> what to mention of what's coming up. But just notice. I want you to just pause your stress, whatever, and just observe the subtle shifting that we're now moving into. And how things that are in alignment for the well-being of yourself and everyone else suddenly just pans out. And it has nothing to do with your effort. It has to do with your relaxation and acceptance. This is not a doing, forcing thing here. This is a sitting back spiritually speaking, in yourself and simply receiving. Because I tell you a truth. You have been working toward this, whether you realized it or not. Every one of you that listens to these radio shows, it's because you want more than anything to be your best and to make a positive contribution with your life. That's why you listen. You are encouraged in living that way. Every seminar, every seminar we say again and again, you are an incarnation of the one Supreme Spirit. You are pure, unconditional, divine love. You are immortal, birthless, and deathless. You are consciousness itself. You are divine, ever-expanding awareness. And your true nature is joyful and peace itself. That's your nature. When you're flowing in harmony with your true self, you're happy. You can't be happy unless you're in alignment with your divine self, which is happiness itself. You can't help but be stressed if you're trying to do something that's countering your natural beingness. Of course you're going to be stressed out. You're not here to serve somebody else's ambitious, ego-driven agenda. You're here to live the vibrancy of a life that's abundant and full of joy and fulfillment. Gradually, we will see the atrophying of the demanding of money. We won't talk about that right now because right now our reality, at least we think we have need of money. But that's not what we have in the higher worlds and that's not what we're going to have in the golden age. 
I don't know how that's going to pan out, but it's gradually going to be like we have on Venus and the other higher planets, where we just co-create what we love and share it freely. And, you know, humanity created this this thing called money. It was a bad idea from the get-go. And it's totally... uh, it's totally unnecessary. So anyway, that's that's perhaps further down the road. I don't know. But I was shown that we're going to have an atrophying of the warring harmful intention itself that lurks in the ego-driven ego mind. And I was shown that we're going to have a tremendous support for our light work now the manifestations of every single project that has been birthed out of our higher nature in alignment with the divine plan and will. So just notice. So the old grid that was uh, anchored in Atlantis and was flowing through the old grid network is no more. It's been pulled. Current's been turned off. New age Golden Age, Satya Yuga Grid, or Krita Yuga, it's also called Krita Yuga, Satya Yuga, Krita Yuga, the age of, uh, the golden age of truth. Nothing false can stand. Not the false self, not false speech, not duplicity or deceitfulness in any form. It simply can't resonate with the new earth grid. Everything's up, being revealed, being shown for what it is. So you're going to see all of those things just vanish from your attention, your mind, and your life. Now, the second thing that's happening, which is wonderful, I'm going to do a little visualization with you so that you can um, have a visual. So imagine, if you will, just take a deep breath, clear yourself, and just imagine that you're making popcorn. We've all made popcorn. And as the heat begins to uh, react with the kernels, you'll hear a pop. A few seconds later, another pop. And a few seconds later, another pop, pop. And then you'll hear a pop, 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 And then you have a big thing of corn, right? Popcorn. Now, imagine... Imagine the kernels of corn are like people all over the earth, suddenly popping awake spiritually. So what has been, you know, in the past, one here, a long space of time, and another there, and a little more recently, there's been a few more. But now, because of this current of energy, this tremendous release flow within the new grid system, you're going to see across the board, across the planet, everywhere, in places you you couldn't imagine it happening. Two people you couldn't imagine waking up. Just suddenly... It's like they woke up (laughs) and they realized they had been asleep, dreaming. And so their eyes are opened 
suddenly, divinely, to the new reality. And just like when you awaken from an intense negative dream, it takes you a minute or two to maybe shred away that, you know, the, the influence of that feeling. You get up and you have a little tea or coffee and a little breakfast and, you know, gradually it kind of falls away. So in some instances, they may have that kind of residual as they gradually acclimate. And when they realize they don't have to push anymore, that they're actually in an energy that's supporting a flow, it's kind of like they're on a magic carpet. <laughs> and that's a, I think there's a nice uh, visual there. We're on a magic carpet that's carrying us now in this new current of energy. And things are magical. Things that seem miraculous will just happen so often that we realize they're not magical at all. They're actually God's will. And we won't have the ego opposition because ego can't survive in this new heightened state of consciousness, this vibration. And since it's not a principle, it's simply a dark thought of separation, it just vanishes along with all the other false thoughts of separation and alienation and all of that. So that's what's happening. More and more people are spontaneously awakening. And that's kind of what I saw um, yesterday. Gosh, it was just yesterday that I was on that set. Wow. Seems like a week ago already. No, it was yesterday I was doing this shoot. Because in India, you see, when you cross the international date line, Shivaratri actually is like Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> you come back, you know, from India, you repeat the day that you just thought you lived. It's interesting how we play with time with uh, our mental gymnastics here in this uh, world that was. <laughs> But anyway, just saying, there, expect miracles now. You know, as it says in the Course of Miracles, miracles are natural. Whenever they do not occur, it's because something is wrong. Well, we don't have any support for anything that's wrong anymore, okay? We have support only for that which is right and righteous and dharmic and of the alignment with our true divine essence, which is God's will for us. See, there's not two wills. There's only the one will. And we become willing to align with that one will. That's about the only choice we have here. We can be willing to cooperate with the divine flow and will or not. And if not, you know, you're going to be swept off into a different uh, reality. I mean, if you want warfare and conflict and all of that drama, you can have it, but you're not going to have it where we're headed now on the new earth. You're going to be swept off into the currents of chaos if that's what you want. If you like chaos, have at it. But where we're moving, there is no chaos. There is no conflict. There is no againstness. There's cooperative collaboration. It says in the Bible that we will beat our plows into, uh, what did they call it, plowshares? 
um, no, our armaments we will beat into plowshares. In other words, we're going to exchange creating bombs and things to kill and destroy and, um, you know, all of that. We're going to turn that into increased inventions that enhance life, that feed and house and cultivate the land and make it more and more beautiful and, and, and fruitful and abundant and glorious. I have the impression that the new earth is already like that. Uh, so we'll see. Because we're moving more into that vibration. For a long time, we've lived in two worlds. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Where you have one foot in the old paradigm and the other foot in the new paradigm. And now all of a sudden, we can put both feet into the new paradigm. We don't have to be riding in two different polarities, worlds, realities, paradigms. We can put both feet together on the new earth in the new paradigm and keep going. We don't have to look back. Whatever is with us is for us. Whatever is not appropriate for us, we're going to lose sight of. We're not going to even remember it. It's going to fade from our reality. So everyone and everything that is destined to be part of our golden age life on the new earth is going to be with us. So you don't have to worry about losing anything of value. You won't. You won't lose anything that you truly want in your life and truly value and truly love. There's no loss here. Only gain. So this etheric body has been funded and anchored into our planet through kind of like, uh, think about acupressure points, okay? The different sacred sites and places that you and I have gone to activate or plant crystals or um, however we have touched in through meditation or actually traveling, um, we have served in activating those points, like acupressure points throughout the planet. Um, and then that's connected with, uh, horizontally with a lattice work of unification that has unified and brought all of this into an etheric matrix that holds and funds the thought forms, the visions, and the aspirations to um, to create a new earth, an abundant earth, a utopian earth, a prashanti nilayam, if you will, which means an abode of peace. And uh, Sai Baba has told us that we are destined to be Prashanti Nilayam, abodes of peace wherever we are, within ourselves, within our home, within our community. And that's why he's never allowed us to create uh, ashrams in his name, because he said we should become an ashram of, of, uh, of, of peace, you know, wherever we dwell, wherever we are. So the whole earth is transformed the new earth is a transformation as a prashanti nilium, a place of peace, or a new Jerusalem. That's the Christian languaging for that same state. It's the place of peace. And so we're entering into that now. More and more people are waking up. They don't even have to have a prelude. <laughs> they don't have to read a book. They don't have to do anything. It's like the divine hand has a time to awaken each person, and the divine hand is switching on that inner realization 
in more and more people, and it's going to look very similar to our metaphor of popping corn. (laughs) So watch that. Observe it. Look for it. Expect it. And delight in it. Some of you people who watch your children or your husbands or or your wives or whomever, um, your in-laws, people, your siblings, who have been really, you know, in the kind of pragmatic, linear kind of left brain approach to life. And you'll see them all of a sudden switch on. It's like, whoa, what you been doing there? (laughs) Um, But, of course, you won't say that because uh, you will be expecting it. And you'll be celebrating it. And you'll be stepping into that awakened life with your loved one that seemed to be asleep before and having a new relationship. And this is incredibly hopeful. I'm so I'm just so thrilled for all of us that we're going to be collectively experiencing this more and more. So join with me in expecting, looking for, noticing every little smidgen of beauty and divine flow and perfect divine order and how your projects all of a sudden seem to take off as if a giant hand of grace just eased up under that little project and all of the obstacles fell away and all of a sudden it just starts to manifest. I've got several uh, friends who are hung up right now with projects that just haven't come to fruition. You know, they're just like hung, you know, in limbo land. I'm looking forward to seeing how the hand comes in to, uh, to completely fund the completion of these limbo projects. I'm looking to the funding of uh, my friend's film, full-length film of uh, Commander Valiant Thor that lived for three years in, the, uh, in an apartment in the Pentagon. Um, I'm looking for the funding suddenly to come forward to manifest that film on the big screen. Um, I'm looking for several projects that my friends have been um, trying to get funding to to get them out there creatively. And, uh, you know, creative artists, you know, either are making money, (laughs) usually doing something that you don't enjoy, so that in your off hours you can do your art, or you're devoting your life entirely to your art and you haven't had really the time or the space or the interest or the motivation to do what it takes to bring in the money. So that old mythology of the starving artist, you know that? Uh, that's going to be reversed now because the whole support is going to be towards enhancing beauty and music and dance and theater and, and beautiful, inspiring films and and. Uh, all of these elevating projects are what are going to be funded now. So you won't have to waste time doing things that you don't like just to have a paycheck to, to, to be able to do what you do like when you have time. So all of that's going to shift now, and I want you to watch and observe how it's shifting. Try to ferret out every single evidence to prove what I'm saying and what you're hoping in your heart is true. And begin to validate for yourself that this, which is being shared, really is inspired by a higher level. It comes ostensibly from something Sai Baba has shared, but not that we should just point to his physical form because he says he is in 
every name and every form of the divine. So whether you call that divine hand the hand of Jesus or the anointing of the Holy Spirit or the grace of Sai Baba or Krishna or whatever, uh, it's only one divine source. So we don't have to get hung up on saying, oh, well, so-and-so said this and this or whatever. Begin to look past needing to know what the messenger is and just stick with the message. Discern the message, whether or not it's beautiful, uplifting, and empowering or not. If it's not, who needs it? So don't don't get hung up on messenger now, okay? The time of pointing to one messenger is over. Realize that every single person is a spokesperson for the divine when they're divinely attuned. You know, it's not some special person that only can hear from God. We're we're told that we can all hear that the Lord speak to us. It just depends on how much we want to hear the Lord speak to us. And the Lord speaks to us in the silence of knowing. It's just suddenly you know that you know. You don't know why you know what you know. But nobody can shake you from that from that conviction because when the Lord speaks, I have to tell you, you never doubt it. There's no doubt when the Lord speaks to you. There's just such a solid knowing. So when this information came forward, there was such a solid recognition of the absolute truth in it that I don't have the slightest doubt anywhere in my being that this is absolutely accurate and true. And since I posted that um, distillation of this information on Facebook, there were so many people that came forward that said that they'd had a dream or that it resonated with them or that they were having that experience already, that there was, in fact, a new energy that had been released, and they were actually experiencing it already. So let's just assume that this energy was, in fact, turned on, switched on, released on Monday the 4th, March 4th, 2019. Let's just go with the ball and just play the game, see how that unfolds. Now, we always meet our expectations. That's another key. Realize that if whatever you expect to see is what's going to come forward to be seen. The old saying, I'll see it when I be- I'll believe it when I see it, is totally the opposite of the way it operates. You'll see it when you believe it. <laughs> you always see your belief outpictured, your expectation outpictured. That's why we have to stay here and now. We can't reference to the way it's been because we don't want the way it's been. We want now to manifest. In the now, the future is made perfect. Not by projecting. When you project, whether it's to the past or the future... You're in the mind. And the mind can't comprehend anything when it's in the ego mode. The higher mind, yes. The booty, the intuitive mind, that's fine. 
But the linear 3D ego mind is always dragging the baggage from the past and projecting and throwing that garbage into the future. So don't do that. Stay present. Remind yourself when you get into the mind trip to take a deep breath. Ride that energy right down into the center of your heart. Find your home in there. Let everything come quiet and still. And ask yourself what you really want to have happen. What you really want to have happen. Not what you fear might happen. What you hope one day might eventuate. But right here and now, what do you need? What do you want? Oh, you want to feel at peace, right? You want to not be concerned and worried and anxious, right? Okay, well, don't be worried, concerned, and anxious. Just end cycle on that. Just be present right now. Another principle I've lived by my whole life is is the statement that all I need is at hand. At hand means you can reach out and touch it. That's a, you know, a paraphrase from a statement in the Bible. But I found it's absolutely true. That in the present moment, everything that I might possibly possibly need, even to the smallest thing, I can reach out. It's at hand. It's reachable. It's attainable right now in my life. So I give these as keys because they make your life a lot easier. And you stop wasting energy and, you know, in... in uh, you know, wasting, wasting energy, worrying. Sai Baba says worry is like mentally imagined problems. Mentally imagined. They're not, it's not real. So anyway, realize that all the work that you have done, whether on a conscious level or, or unconscious, has been to create this new connection that will enable us to have an energetic flow into the actual experience of living in a new version of the earth. The Native Americans say that the earth will be completely transformed, the waters purified, the earth verdant and beautiful and lush, and there won't be any dirty, polluting cities, there won't be any pollution anywhere, no crime. We'll live in like a garden-like beautiful communities that are interlinked where we share and co-participate and building and creating ever more beautiful ways to enjoy life. We won't have the nine-to-five drudgery or the whatever your work hours are. We won't have that. We won't have ugly, polluting fact, uh, factories. Everything will be off the grid and, and using the natural um, resources of the earth. I mean, consider the possibilities. We won't have the things today that are, are actually systems to protect us from ourselves. We won't have that need to protect ourselves from anything or anyone because that harmful intention itself falls away and can't enter the new consciousness. So step into that new consciousness, the one that doesn't have any againstness towards anyone or anything. And if you have any <laughs> againstness 
you might want to let it go now. A lot of you are going through lung congestion right now, which I believe is a building up of, of unreleased, unhealed, unsurrendered, uh, let's say, pent-up grief, broken hearts, disappointment. The, the lung centers hold, according to Chinese medicine, the, um, you know, things that you hold that have been heavy on your heart, that have broken your heart, that have made you sad, filled you with grief. So if you're experiencing lung congestion, try working to release to God. Let God do it. Don't worry about it. Just give it to the Lord, whatever grief and sorrow or whatever. Forgive everyone that was involved with creating that heartache or whatever. And see if the congestion doesn't just go away along with that. Give it a try. I believe the things we're going through now physically all have to do with purifying and clearing the system of issues that have not been surrendered and released. I hope this information explains a lot to you because if, if you're attentive, and I believe so many of you are, you're going to definitely feel a relief and a release in the way you've experienced your life and the energies of your life. And we've worked an awful long time to to be part of the Lord's team of light workers that have been envisioning and dreaming and meditating and working to create a better world. A world of love, a world of peace and cooperation. Oh, so many, many, many of you are just absolute angels on this earth just golden-hearted, pure-hearted emissaries from so many planetary worlds. And you come in here, and it's just, it's been so hard for you all, for me, for all of us. It's been hard for every one of us. But what if what I'm saying is absolutely accurate, that the switch has been turned on, and the energy supporting all of our divinely inspired projects is now being funded. So let's watch together the dawning of a totally new reality and appearing in of things ever more beautiful and lovely and, and serving and enhancing the quality of life and well-being for everyone. For everyone. And uh, let's link arm in arm and just go forth and sing and dance and celebrate and feast and delight and share the good news far and wide because this truly is good news. So let's take a deep breath and go out chanting on IHU three times. And as we do, let's bless this planet and everybody on it and let's link arms throughout the planet Earth and say, come on, it's time to go home. And it's going to feel like we never left, because in highest truth, we haven't. We've just had an awful long series of dark dreams from which we're now awakening. And 
hallelujah to that. So deep breath. Blessings and grace to each one of you, and all love from the Ashtar Galactic Command to all of you on this beautiful planet that is, by the minute, becoming more and more filled with the glory and love and peace of the Supreme Source. Namaste. Namaste.